and welcome to another teaching by 119 Ministries. Our ministry teaches that the whole Bible is true and applicable for our lives today. If you would like to know more about what we believe and teach, please visit us at testeverything.net. We hope that you enjoy studying and testing the following teaching. Isaiah chapter 9 verses 6 through 7. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of Yahweh of hosts will do this. Jewish anti-missionaries insist that this passage must refer to Hezekiah and not Messiah Yeshua. It is argued that the passage is in perfect verb form and must refer to events which had already occurred. In reality, there is no such thing as tense in Hebrew grammar. In reality, Hebrew verbs do not take past, present, and future forms, but perfect completed action, or imperfect, incomplete action. For example, in Hebrew thinking, an action is regarded as being either completed or incomplete. Hebrew, therefore, knows no past, present, or future tenses, but has instead a perfect and an imperfect. The Hebrew perfect may be taken to represent action in the past. The equivalent of the English present tense is supplied by the participle, and the equivalent of the English future tense with other varieties by the imperfect. A practical grammar for classical Hebrew. To be strictly accurate, we should speak of forms rather than tenses of the verb, since it is the completeness or otherwise of an action which is not being expressed and not the time factor, as in English. Hebrew has no tenses in the normal sense of the word. Instead, there are two states. Teach yourself biblical Hebrew. Normally, a verb in the perfect form would imply a past tense, which is why Jewish anti-missionaries insist that Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 through 7, must be past tense, and therefore, it refers to Hezekiah. In reality, there is a special idiom in Hebrew called the prophetic perfect. This is where a prophet speaks of future events in their perfect form because he has seen them in the future where they have already happened. Jesenius mentions the prophetic perfect idiom and describes it in this way. He, the prophetic writer, describes a future event as if it had already been seen or heard by him. To illustrate that scholars and us are not just simply making this up, there are many examples of the prophetic perfect in the Tanakh. For example, Isaiah chapter 5, verse 13. Therefore my people go into exile for lack of knowledge. Their honored men go hungry, and their multitude is parched with thirst. In this particular verse, this verb is in the perfect form, meaning completed. 
but it is clearly a future event because the captivity spoken of did not occur in Isaiah's lifetime. Other examples are Isaiah 10, verses 28 through 32, Jeremiah 23, verse 2, and Amos chapter 5, verse 2. In fact, rabbinical writings support a prophetic perfect approach to Isaiah chapter 9. The Targum Jonathan to Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 through 7, clearly identifies the figures spoken of in Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 through 7 as the Messiah. The prophet says to the house of David, A child has been born to us, a son has been given to us, and he has taken the law upon himself to keep it. And his name has been called from of old, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, He who lives forever, the Messiah, in whose days peace shall increase upon us. And we read in the Midrash Rabbah. Rabbi Jose the Galilean says, The name of the Messiah, too, is peace, as it is written, God the Mighty, the Everlasting Father, the Ruler of Peace. Also, he said to him, I have yet to raise up the Messiah, of whom it is written, For a child is born to us, until I come unto my Lord, unto Seir. Naman said, we have searched all the scriptures, and we have nowhere found it stated that Jacob ever came together with Esau at Seir. What, then, is the meaning of unto Seir? Jacob meant to say to him, I have yet to raise up judges and saviors to exact punishment from you. Whence this? For it is said, And saviors shall come up on Mount Zion to judge the Mount of Esau. Israel asked God, Master of the universe, How long shall we remain subjected to him? He replied, Until the day comes of which it is written, There shall step forth a star out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel, when a star shall step forth from Jacob and devour the stubble of Esau. And we read in the Zohar, As for the expression of El Gabor, the whole verse in which this occurs is an epitome of the holy supernal faith. The word wonderful alludes to the supernal wisdom, which is wondrous and concealed beyond the reach of all. Counselor is his supernal stream, which issues forth perennially and counsels all and waters all. El refers to Abraham, Gibor to Isaac, and everlasting father to Jacob, who lays hold of both sides and attains perfection. The prince of peace is his attic, who brings peace to the world, peace to the house, and peace to the matrona. So we quote these ancient rabbis, not to say that we agree with everything that they have written, but we want to communicate that they understood Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 through 7, in a way to refer to a future Messiah. Why would they do this if this passage supposedly speaks of the past? Obviously, it does not have to be in the past. Like Isaiah 5.13, it is written in the prophetic perfect. The common anti-missionary argument that the figure described in Isaiah 9, verses 6 through 7 as Hezekiah actually contradicts the rabbinical position as stated in the Talmud. This brings us to a fascinating insight regarding Isaiah chapter 9, the Mem mystery. Before going further, there are two things we need to state. First, the Hebrew letter Mem is always written as a closed Mem when it is written at the end of a word, but as an open mem when it is written at the beginning of the word. Secondly, there is a traditional anomaly which is preserved in the Masoretic text. The letter mem in the word El Marbe is written as a closed final mem 
when it should be written with an open mem. The Talmud discusses the use of the abnormal closed final mem in the passage as follows. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. Tanhum said, Bar Kapara, expounded in Sephoris. Why is every mem in the middle of a word open, whilst this is closed? The Holy One, blessed be he, wished to appoint Hezekiah as the Messiah, and Sennacherib as Gog and Magog, whereupon the attribute of justice said before the Holy One, blessed be he, sovereign of the universe. If thou didst not make David the Messiah, who uttered so many hymns and psalms before thee, Wilt thou appoint Hezekiah as such, who did not hymn thee in spite of all these miracles which thou wroughtest for him? Therefore it was closed. Straightway the earth exclaimed, Sovereign of the universe, let me utter song before thee instead of this righteous man, Hezekiah, and make him the Messiah. So it broke into song before him, as it is written, From the uttermost part of the earth have we heard songs, even glory to the righteous. Then the prince of the universe said to him, Sovereign of the universe, it, the earth, hath fulfilled thy desire for songs of praise on behalf of this righteous man. But a heavenly voice cried out, It is my secret, it is my secret, to which the prophet rejoined, Woe is me, woe is me, how long must we wait? The heavenly voice again cried out, The treacherous dealers have dealt treacherously, yea, the treacherous dealers have dealt very treacherously, which Rabbah, others say Isaac, interpreted, until there come spoilers and spoilers of the spoilers. Here the Talmud specifically tells us that Hezekiah was not the messianic figure mentioned in Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 through 7, because the closed final mem, and because of the secret of Elohim, which is revealed by the use of the final mem in this word. Now it is important to understand that in rabbinical thought, the mem is associated with the womb. Here is a recorded example of that thought. Three mothers, Aleph, Mem, Sheen, are in the body of male and female, fire and water and air. Head was created from fire, and womb was created from water, and chest was created from air, balancing the scales between them. Furthermore, the Zohar teaches that the final mem in Adam represents the female side, which was taken from Adam to make woman. Further, the words, let us make man, may be taken to signify that Elohim imparted to the lower beings who came from the side of the upper world, the secret of forming the divine name Adam, which embraces the upper and lower in virtue in its three letters, the Aleph, Daleth, and final mem. When these letters descended below, together in their complete form, the name Adam was found to comprise male and female. The female was attached to the side of the male until Elohim cast him into a deep slumber, during which he lay on the site of the temple. God then sought her off from him and adorned her like a bride, and brought her to him, as it is written, and he took one of his sides and closed up the place with flesh. Again, this is not to state that we always agree with the rabbis. We are simply using their own writings to make a point against Jewish anti-missionaries that passionately attack the legitimacy of Messiah Yeshua. The Bahir elaborates that not only does a mem represent a womb, but an open mem represents an open womb, 
and a closed mem represents a closed womb. The open mem. What is the open mem? It includes both male and female. What is the closed mem? It is made like a womb from above. But Rabbi Rahumai said that the womb is like the letter teth. He said it is like a teth on the inside, while I say that it is like a mem on the outside. What is a mem? Do not read mem, but ma'im, water. Just like water is wet, so is the womb always wet. Why does the open mem include both male and female while the closed mem is male? This teaches us that the mem is primarily male. The opening was then added to it for the sake of the female. Just like the male cannot give birth, so the closed mem cannot give birth. And just like the female has an opening from which to give birth, so can the open mem give birth. The mem is therefore open and closed. While anti-missionaries claim that Hezekiah was the figure described in Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 through 7, the Talmud states that Hezekiah was not this figure because of the secret mystery of the closed final mem. What is this secret mystery of the closed final mem? The mem represents the womb, and the closed mem points to the birth of the Messiah to a woman with a closed rather than an open womb. This points us to the prophecy of Isaiah 7.14. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. Messiah Yeshua would be born to the closed womb of a virgin. The closed mem, closed womb, birth described in Isaiah chapter 9 verses 6 through 7 points us back to the virgin birth described in Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14. Hezekiah could not have been the figure born in Isaiah chapter 9 verses 6 through 7 because he was not born of a virgin. For more on this subject, we would recommend the teaching, the Brit Hadashah series, The Virgin Birth. We hope that this teaching has blessed you. And remember, continue to test everything. Shalom. It is because of you, our generous supporters, who make it possible to offer these high-quality teachings completely free of charge. If you feel led to support 119 Ministries so that we can continue this effort, please visit testeverything.net and click on the Support 119 tab. Learn how you can partner with us to take the whole Word of God to the nations.